Welcome to the Gambling Chalk Talk Podcast, where we major in the wager. Let's introduce you to the Hot Tub Lounge Handicappers. We have Darth Wager. You may dispense with the pleasantries, Commander. I'm here to put you back on schedule. I assure you, Lord Vader, my men are working as fast as they can. Perhaps I can find new ways to motivate them. The OG of the podcast and the reason why we have an explicit rating on iTunes, The Joker. Do I really look like a guy with a plan? Because it's all part of the plan. Evening, Commissioner. We got Nikki Guns, the 24-7 round-the-clock Vegas grinder. You don't like the prestige that I have in life. You don't like the notoriety. You detest the fact that I got more cars than most of you have friends. I got a big house. Of course, we got AK-47, who's been betting with the coach for the past 32 years. We've been handicapping games. That's uh, 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 uh. Here we go. AK-47, the very best there is. When you absolutely, positively got the... Last but not least, that's me, the coach, the host of the podcast, and rest assured, my betting record is much better than my high school coaching record. You get to become a winner. Because if there's one thing I know, it is this. The losing stops now. Starting today, you will play like winners, act like winners, and most importantly, you will be winners. If you listen and learn, you will win. And of course, from time to time, we have special guests on the podcast to help us handicap all those games each and every week. Welcome to the Gambling Chalk Talk podcast, episode 466. What we have in store for this pod is the national championship in college football. We also have Monday college basketball picks. And then we have our line predictor segment where I, the coach, predict the lines in NBA games on national TV for Wednesday on ESPN and Thursday for TNT. But before we do that, of course, it's quiz time. Episode 466. This lineman wore number 66. He was an offensive tackle. He shares a birthday with me, the coach. He's also born on July 6th, although he was born... He's a little bit older than me. He was born in 1959. He played for the Washington football team, formerly known as the Redskins when he played, and that was the only team he played for from 1981 to 1993. He was an undrafted free agent. He was a three-time Super Bowl champ, four-time Pro Bowler from 1983 to 1986, three-time All-Pro in 83, 84, and 87 on the 1980s All-Decade team. And some say he is one of the Washington football team's only member that should be in the Hall of Fame that has not yet been inducted. He played in 170 games, started 148, and actually scored a touchdown. His career ended, he bought a uh, car dealership. And then he coached at uh, Shenandoah University in uh, Virginia. So if you don't know the answer yet, it's Joe Jacoby. Joe Jacoby, number 66, lead blocker. A couple of those uh, John Riggins runs. John Riggins, I think, was a quiz answer in 
episode 340, uh, 444 earlier this, back in 2020. So there you have it. There's the quiz. Hope you guys got that right. Now let's get to the college football national championship. Yep, it's the big pick time. We haven't, uh, we haven't had a college football pick in about a week now, and we struggled during the regular season, but AK-47 and myself, but during bowl time, if you've gone to www.jeffreyblander.com and looked at the college football picks or listened to the podcast of all, all the bowl games, AK-47 and myself, the coach, are both 10, 15 and 10 in college football bowl games. We have one left. So we've had a very successful bowl season. It just took us a little while to get warmed up this year, apparently. So national championship game, you got Alabama minus 8.5 versus Ohio State. This line was 7.5. It'll probably keep moving up. And I'm going to suggest you take Bama. They have an advantage on offense, more explosive players, uh, better on third down and the red zone on offense. The Ohio State uh, defense is solid. They're a little bit better on third down than Bama. Uh, defensively, but that's really the only key area that Iowa State can beat Bama statistically, especially yards per play, offense and defense. Bama's just uh, a little bit superior than them. I think the QB matchup is even because Justin Fields is probably hurting in the ribs still. Uh, The coaching advantage, I think, goes to Saban. And I think the line play, both sides of the ball, offense and defense, goes to Bama. Uh, I will lay the 8.5 in my final college football pick of the season, I will lay up to nine and a half. As I'm playing a number here, as I think Bama wins by double digits, by 10 points. But if it gets to 10, 10 and a half, it becomes a stay away for me. So college football, final pick of the college football season, I have Alabama minus eight and a half. Uh, college basketball, no, there's no bands playing at the arenas though, unfortunately. And uh, before we get to college basketball picks for Monday, the 11th of January, uh, please go to jeffreyblander.com. I post NBA picks, college basketball picks throughout the week. They're absolutely free. When you're there, you can click on the Amazon banner ad. It looks like the New York Giants football ring from their last Super Bowl uh, championship. And buy yourself something nice, and a little bit will come back to help support the cost of the show at no additional cost to you. Well, I have two games for uh yes two games for you uh, on monday uh first one from the mountain west conference we have boise state minus nine at wyoming uh boise state has won nine of their last 10 versus wyoming i know wyoming wyoming is home they have a a decent home court advantage because the elevation at their place and and a pretty good and they're pretty good at shooting the three 37th and three uh but Boise State gets after it on defense. They're 15th in the country, really effective on the glass. There's no easy looks, and I think that's going to bring that shooting percentage down for Wyoming. That's off to a, a pretty good start as well. Boise's 10 and 1. I think uh, Wyoming is now 7 and 2. Boise has won 10 straight after losing the opener. They can really start to pull away the Mountain West with a win. I'm taking Boise. I'm laying the nine points. Uh, Boise on the road in this one. Our next pick is a lead-off to the Southwest Conference. We're trying to look at these smaller conferences uh, getting ready for tournament time. And, that, and this is the Southwestern Conference. And my pick here 
is Southwestern State minus seven and a half at Grambling State. And I'm going to take the seven and a half points with Grambling. Uh, this is too many points. The spread should be about four. Grambling has won six of the last eight versus um, Al- Alcorn State and covered three of those, three of the last four times they played. Uh, these are two of the worst teams in college basketball on the defensive side of the ball. Um, so you're looking at a game where offense, I'm sorry, the offense is one of the worst in, in basketball and where offense is going to be limited. I'm going to take the team that's getting points because the offense is not good for either of these two teams. Um, so Grambling, seven and a half points, uh, two, two teams that, are not very good in the Southwestern Conference, but it's just a little bit too point, too many points for teams that struggle offensively. I'm taking Grambling. I'll lay. I'm getting seven and a half with that. Uh, two of the better teams in this conference are Alabama A&M and I'm sorry, Texas Southern and Prairie View. They also play on Monday night, and Texas Southern is laying a point and a half. Um, Texas Southern is the best team in the Southwestern Conference. Prairie View is number two. Um, Prairie View's home in this one. I think the spread should actually be about pick them. You're probably getting a couple points of value. I'm not going to bet this game. It's it, it just too close to comfort for me. Um, the other team in this conference, there's three really solid teams. Texas Southern, Prairie View, who are playing on Monday night, and Southern University. After that, it's quite a drop-off. Um, Alabama A&M and Arkansas Pine Bluff are also playing on Monday. And I was... Um, looking here uh, because Alabama A&M is, a, is probably better by about five points and they're only they're only laying about they're only uh, they're only getting one and they should be they should be laying five uh, so I think there's you know, a couple points of value here um, again big drop off I, I guess Arkansas Pine Bluff is close to that next tier with Jackson State to joining Prairie View, uh, Texas Southern and Southern University as the top teams in the Southwestern Conference, but again, the, this is like a middle, two middle of the pack teams uh, in the Southwestern Conference, and probably from this conference, not going to do much damage when it comes to NCAA tournament time. The Brass Bonanza. It's time for the last segment. And that's our NBA line projector. And last week, the line projector, we got some information out of it. It kind of, it kind of helps, kind of looking at the season. Uh, we were looking at the Celtics game uh, last week on Wednesday on, on, on ESPN. I, I thought the Celtics would be, be, would be laying one. They were actually getting two and a half. So, you know, we were actually helped by the actual line uh, in that one. And we won that game. Uh, even though we were off by three and a half points, it was it was in our favor, and we won that game. We liked the Warriors. I thought they'd be getting eight. They were only getting five against the Clippers, and so the actual line hurt us. And what a shock! We lost that game. Uh, and then on Thursday, 76ers <laughs> were playing the Nets. No Kyrie, um, which was kind of interesting because of of why he was missing. I'll talk. I, I'm gonna talk more about that in a moment. Uh, but we thought the the Sixer would be would be laying uh, four. Actuality, they were we were off by quite a bit. The Sixers were actually giving points in this one uh, because of no Kyrie and and the Sixers 
upset them. Uh, and so we were hurt. That line, the actual line hurt us, and we lost that game. And then the last game was TNT's last game on Thursday. We, we thought the Mavs uh, would be getting one point. They were actually getting three. And it ended up helping us because, uh, you know, we thought they were only getting one. They got three, and we won that game. So when I go through my line projector today, and you're listening for Wednesday, on a Wednesday and Thursday games, if the line is actually helping us, we're getting more points than we expected, might be something we want to bet. If we're not getting what we expected, something we stay away from. So just something to look at. Look at. We do line projector. So overall, through the four games, I was off by a total of 14 points uh, in line projector. Let's see if I can improve that this week. Uh, Wednesday, the 13th, the Nets are at the Knicks. This is a 7.30 game on ESPN. And the Knicks with Tibbs, they're starting to believe. And, you know, it helps getting a few wins early in the year. Uh, this, is this, however, is the third game in four nights. All, all home games, though. Uh, they're getting it done on defense. They don't shoot particularly well. That, that's be the Knicks especially from three. But this is also the Nets' third game in four nights, and this is the second game of a back-to-back for the Nets. I know technically it's a road game, second, the back-to-back, but it's not really a road game. They're going across the river. It's not that big a deal. Um, the Nets are missing Diwitty. Uh Kyrie's a question. It looks like uh, Kevin Durant will be back. Uh, you know, Kyrie, he might be out for something. It might be physical, whatever. I think this is part of his embargo and not wanting to talk to the media. So I'm I'm not reading too much into the the whole Kyrie stuff there. I think the Knicks will be getting five points in this game, and I'm going to take the Knicks getting the five points with Tibbs dialing up on defense and figuring something out to control the Nets. So that's the first game. Uh, Wednesday, uh, ESPN, this is the 10 o'clock game. Pelicans at the Clippers. Uh, the Pelicans will dominate the boards in this one. But on offense, they're turning it over way too much, and they're not very good shooting. The Clippers' defense hasn't been very good. It hasn't clicked yet. I'm hoping that gets better for them. Their offense has been pretty darn good, though. I think the Clippers will be laying seven in this one, and I will lay the seven with the Clippers at home against the Pelicans uh, in that one. Uh, Thursday, TNT, first game, 7.30, Heat at the 76ers. And you expect the Sixers to be sloppy with the ball, and they as they have been the past few seasons. But surprisingly, the Heat have been more sloppy with the ball than Philly this year. These are the these are two of the top ten teams also in defensive rating. So you got two teams that turn the ball over, two teams pretty good on uh, defense. I think there's going to be tempo and fast break opportunities for both these teams, and they both like to run. I think this is going to make this a high scoring game. The, the Heat uh, having some early season struggles, which has been a theme with them the past couple years, but I think they overcome it. I think the Heat are going to get two and a half points in this one, and I think they overcome it on the road, and they win. I'll take the two and a half points anyway, though, but I think the Heat will be getting two and a half points, and I'm going to take it even though they win outright. Last game, Warriors at the Nuggets, 10 o'clock TNT on, on the 14th of January, Thursday. And, you know, I think this line should be about four. It might be a little bit more because of the Nuggets' home court advantage, so I'm, I I have a feeling I might be off about it. I think there is an actual home court advantage more than the, the two points I've been given teams uh, because of the elevation uh, for the Denver Nuggets. Um, 
maybe a half point, one point more. The Nuggets are the better shooting team than the Warriors. It's hard to believe, but it's true. They also play a much slower pace than the Warriors. Um, the Warriors have been improving as the season has gone on. Uh, I think the Warriors will hang around in this one. I think a possible upset. I'm going to take the Warriors getting four points, my prediction getting four points, in Denver on Thursday. So, quick review. Knicks plus five. Clippers minus seven. Heat plus two and a half. Warriors plus four. Those are my line projections. Those are the teams I want, the points I'm giving, or the points I'm getting. If the actual line helps us, we want to bet on those teams. If the line goes against us, there's probably something we're going to stay away from. So there you have it, folks. The line projector. College basketball picks for Monday. We got college football championship action. And we'll be recording for the divisional football playoffs in the NFL on Tuesday night with the mush, Nikki Gons. And we might even have Darth Wager and the Joker on because it took me nine months. Took me all of pandemic, took me all of winter break as a teacher, but I finally figured out how to get a phone call through the mixer under the under the laptop and record with good sound quality for Darth Wager and the Joker. Uh, that that explains our absence from the podcast uh, the past few months here. So hope everybody has a great start to the work week, and as always, may the picks be with you. <laughs>